You ready, cuz? I'm ready. Let's do this. Insightful conversations with SNL. Let's go. What's up? What's up? What's up? We're back again. Good to see you all. Yes, good seeing you. We are back at it again with the back at it again for all new episode of Insightful Conversations with SNL. And while y'all are watching this, make sure to go ahead and click the like button on this go ahead and subscribe to our channel if y'all haven't already done so and also go ahead and follow us on all major audio podcast platforms and like always we're going to remind you again towards the end of the episode just in case you forget but for all of our newer viewers and even returning viewers and listeners let's go ahead and introduce ourselves i am your girl shaniquia aka s and i am your girl lakeisha aka l and together, we are Insightful Conversations with SNL. So, Lakeisha, how has your week been going so far? So far, so good. It's been a little topsy-turvy um, in some areas. But other than that, I made it. So no complaints on this end. How about yourself, cuz? How has your week been thus far? It's been good. Again, like I always say, always glad to be in the number one more time. Yeah been a very good um weekend you know got a chance to hang out with some friends and kind of relax so happy about that can't yeah. believe that this is like starting the last week of february yes 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 this yes. month like literally flew by flew by and just <laughs> to think like in a in about several weeks you know spring will be here so we'll yeah. be in a new season um, not only in the earth, but just in general. So uh, looking forward to all things new and cleaning and dusting some things, getting some things out of our lives and getting prepared for the newness that we're getting ready to behold. Hey, I'm all I'm all for it. New beginnings, spring yes. cleaning. Yes, yes, yes. Bring it on. Warm weather. How about yes. that? <laughs> yes. yes. Bring it on. Bring it on. Okay, well. If there's nothing else, we can go ahead and start off our episodes like we do every time with what we call buzzworthy, buzzworthy topics. topics. So, Lakeisha, what has been buzzworthy in your week? Oh, man. Um, so I don't know if you all have heard, um, but for those of you all who may be avid shoppers or you frequent uh, family dollar, uh, you may want to rethink that um, in the coming weeks or so. Uh, the reason being the FDA um, has recalled uh, several products um, at various family dollar stores around the United States uh, due to rodent infestation. Um, mm -hmm. Some of the states that have been affected uh, by the rodent infestation include Alabama, uh, Mississippi, uh, Mississippi, Missouri, 
um, as well as some other states and things of that nature. So when they went into the plant, uh, like I said, they found a lot of just rodent fecal matter, dead animals, rodents, um, urine and things like that. Um, and this stuff was all over products that these stores sell. Um, and so some of the products that are being recalled are over-counter uh, medicine, cosmetic products like makeup, uh, even hygiene products and so on and so forth. And so, like I said, if you, li if you live um, or even if you're in the area visiting some of the states that I mentioned, uh, please, please, please be very, very careful um, and things of that nature. Like I said, if you purchase those products between January and February in the states of Alabama, Arkansas, Louisiana, Mississippi, Missouri, and Tennessee, uh, just for your safety as well as your family's safety, uh, please do not utilize those products. So I just thought that was very, very disturbing um, just because a lot of those stores, Shaniquia, they are located in low-income communities. So a lot of our communities, as far as in the Black community, um, those consumers are going to be affected by this. And so just wanted to bring attention and awareness to this topic and or situation. What about you, cuz? What's Burroughs Worthy um, in your neck of the woods? Well, unless you was living under a rock, last Sunday was Super Bowl Sunday. Yes. And, you know, there was a little bit of a concert and a football game, you know, because that's what I was here for, the halftime show. <laughs> so the halftime show was everything to it me. Was. I loved, loved, loved it. Because, you know, this is like the first time in history that they had an all hip hop yes. halftime show. And I'm hoping that it won't be the last. But it was everything to me. I loved it. Um, my favorite performances, love Mary J. Blige. Yeah. Loved. Let me tell you, her body is sick. Okay. Sick. sick. I was like, <laughs> yes, sis. Yes, auntie. I'm like, thighs, you know, just outfit. Just it was, it was popping. It was good. I was like, okay, girl. Yes. And then when she fell out. You saw when she fell out, right? I, when she fell out, to be honest <laughs> with you, I thought that was the end. Oh, and you then, did? You know, there's <laughs> even more art street, is even more show to go. So to me, they did an excellent job. I don't know about you, but it took me back to like our childhood. Oh, because yeah. Because we grew up listening to all of those artists from Dre to Snoop. Um, you are, you know, I've said in previous seasons um, how much I love Mary J., uh, Blige, and I just mm -hmm. think that she's just one of the greatest R&B artists that we have um, out there. And she just keeps, she's just like wine. She keeps getting better uh, with time. It's just like, you just can't get enough um, of her. And so, like I said, man, that show was, it was everything, um, even seeing the 50s, you know, 50 cent performing. Oh, you know, uh, they was, they was dragging him on social media. I you know, right. Had, I kind of had the feeling that was gone. <laughs> That was going to happen. So what, what was they dragging him on social because, media? Okay, okay. so you know when he performed, he started off his performance, he was hanging upside down. Yes. And they were saying that, you know, 50, you know, has gained a little bit of weight. So they was just saying that, you know, rather than him being 50 cent, you know, he's 75 cent or he a dollar. Oh. Basically suggesting that he done picked up some weight. So they was kind of body shaming him. But... What people fail to realize is 
in that video to in the club, the song that he was singing, he yeah. was hanging upside down in the video. Was. So he was just basically recreating yeah. that video. Um, but the good thing about it is 50 does have a sense of humor. So people was creating a whole bunch of memes on social media on that little part of the performance. Yeah. So he was just basically like, well, you can't fat. It's only fat shaming unless you shamed of being fat or something like that. I might be, you know, misquoting what he said, but it was something along those lines. So in other yeah. words, he was saying, well, you're not body shaming me because like, I know I can like tone up and lose his weight if I need to. And if I yeah. want to. And my thing is, look at how long he has been around. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can expect over the years um, for individuals to pick up weight. I think he actually, you know, in my opinion, he looked fine um, and things like that. But, you know, in the world that we live in, uh, like I said, people, um, especially celebrities, you know, unfortunately, they're always under this um, eye of scrutiny uh, when it comes to when it comes to the public. But like I said, I didn't I didn't even notice um, no weight gain. Like I said, I was just so in tune to yeah. uh, the show and the props and just the glare. I loved Eminem. Uh, oh, yeah. Eminem, like, I, like I said, it took me back to my childhood and I loved everything yeah. and it, uh, and I about just, it. Yeah. And I want to say something about 50 Cent, too. Like, um. I think part of the reason why people might have been dragging him, because, you know, 50, he go in on people, too, now, mm -hmm. you know, so, but, um, but I do like what he basically was saying, you know, he kind of made fun of the situation, you know, he didn't take it too, you know, too harshly or whatever the critics that, that he was getting and stuff like that, the criticize, being criticized or whatever, so I just feel like, you know, um, he took it all in stride, took it all in fun. And, and I'm like, should. and let's just be honest, we all probably are not the same size that we was when that exactly. video came out back in exactly. 2003. Okay. Exactly. So let's just let's just say that. Yes. Okay. But and like also, and also I wanted to add, um, as far as the Super Bowl was concerned, I kind of felt like a proud family member, um, especially for Snoop and for Dre. Okay. Um, for those that know their background, you know, their story and how they came into the industry um, and their childhood, you know, growing up um, in California and things of that nature. I couldn't help but think that Snoop's mother um, was in heaven uh, smiling down on him uh, because they probably never, ever thought, you know, even as children, teenagers, even as adults, that one day they would get the opportunity to perform at a Super Bowl. So I was very, very proud of each and every one of them. I think they did a marvelous job when it came to representing uh, California. And like you said, I just hope moving forward that we see more of these types of performances and diversity um, um, artistry when it comes to the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. And like you, I also enjoy Eminem's performance. I love that he yeah. took a knee, even though they told him not to, the NFL officials. You know, they, apparently that's what they had said, yeah. but he still did it anyway. But, you know, Eminem has always done what he wanted to do anyway. So I'm not surprised by that. Um, but, yeah, I also liked um, Dre and Snoop's performances. Um, I was a little upset that they didn't say nothing but a G thing because that's my favorite song by them. So maybe they just, you know, couldn't sing that one for whatever reason. But Probably nonetheless, so. 
but nonetheless, um, I thought it was great. I love the fact that Snoop and his dancers were the crib walking on national TV during Black History Month at the Super Bowl game. <laughs> I was just like, yes, they really doing this. But I'm like, I'm here for it all. So yeah, I love Kendrick Lamar. All of yes. it. Yes. Yeah. I and also I want to give another shout out because um, if you did not watch the pre-performances before the Super Bowl, uh, Mary, Mary. Bowl, Mary, Mary. Yes. Oh my God. Oh, they yes. shut, lift every voice and sing down. So even, I mean, it just, it started off awesome. And then it just, like I said, with that concert, um, that halftime show, it just took it to another stratosphere and scope. So like I said, well done to all of the performers who participated yes, yes. Um, in last Sunday's performance at the yes, Super Bowl. Yes, so it was really good. Yeah. And then also, um, I just want to say real quickly, there was a versus battle. Uh, it was the day after Valentine's Day, so that last Tuesday, okay. it was between Music Soul Child and Anthony Hamilton. Ooh. Okay, so so I watched it. I thought it was I thought it was good, very entertaining. Um, I like both of them respectively, so I didn't necessarily have anybody that I was going for more so than the other. Um, I will say, music has a major music catalog okay and he had a lot of songs that i had totally forgot about i was like oh yeah yeah um but i think anthony hamilton to me gave the better performance wise of his music because music there were times when he would just like give the microphone you know how I took the microphone to the to the crowd and you know have yeah. the crowd singing and i don't really like when artists do that because i'm like i want you to sing i'm, I'm watching you sing that's why i'm here Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, and Anthony, he was like putting on more of a show. So gotcha. So I thought it was really good. I really enjoyed that. I'm sure you can watch it on YouTube or whatever, because I'm sure it's on there. I will definitely have to <laughs> go back and see it because I didn't get the opportunity to watch it. Yeah, it was really good. Okay. It was okay. really good. So and then they was also talking about music too, because um, you know, he was, you know, doing a little, you know how they do them runs when they mm -hmm. be singing. You know, he was kind of overdoing it at times. You know, I felt it was all right, but you know, other people saw it differently. Okay. But anyway, so but nonetheless, I thought it was a pretty good versus battle. Okay. So anything else? Nothing else in my for? neck of the woods. Okay. Well, we'll go ahead and jump into the meat and the potatoes of this episode. And we call this a little something called the decisions that you make unorthodox lifestyles hmm. wonder what we're talking about with that okay so lakeisha would you like to introduce this topic to everyone i will i will i will um as shaniqui and i were planning uh for this particular episode um there was some news that broke about several weeks ago, uh, to say the least. Uh, it really disturbed my, my spirit, I'll be honest with you. Um, and if you do not know what I am um, talking about, I'm talking about the news of Nick Cannon uh, getting ready to welcome his eighth child um, into this world. Um, I am a firm believer that all children, regardless of how they get or how they come into this world, that there is purpose 
um, on their life, um, that there is favor, that there is a work for them to do in the earth. Um, to say the least, it was very troubling uh, to me. Um, and not only to me, I've also seen on various social media platforms um, where a lot of other people have voiced their opinions um, concerning uh, this matter. So for those of you all who may not know uh, Nick Cannon, uh, he's 41 years of age. Uh, he is a millennial like both Shaniquia and I, and we grew up um, on Nick Cannon. Um, some of you all may be more familiar with him nowadays when it comes to he has a talk show, um, but also for his hit show that goes around the United States touring called Wild and Out. Mm -hmm. um, and the Mass Singer. He's also and the Mass Singer. Yeah, he also uh, does that as well. And so to say the least, um, he is a furious, um, a very savvy uh, entrepreneur, uh, businessman. Um, Although we may not know him personally, you can just tell that he's very friendly. He's very bubbly. He's a lot of fun to be around and things like that. Um, and to say the least, um, even with all of that that he has going for him, um, like I said, it just bothered and troubled my spirit a bit to see that he was welcoming yet another child into this world. And he has not married. Um, he has uh, not spoken out. Um, or even made plans um, with regards to putting a ring on any of these women's uh, finger. And so this is how this whole situation came about. And I, I don't want you all to think that this is going to be a dog session towards Nick because it's not. Um, because we all know that there are other men, uh, both men and women, who are in situations like this where they have multiple children by multiple um, individuals. Um, and like I said, in order for us to move our community forward, and when I say our, I'm, I'm specifically speaking about the black community, um, because that's the, the community, one of the communities that I identify uh, with. Um, like I said, it just saddens me when it comes to, you know, that he's not going to be around as much when it comes to being the best father that he can be in all of his children's lives. And so we'll dive a little bit more um into this on today's podcast yeah so um yeah we did mention just a little background for those that haven't watched episode one of this season of season three we did talk about um nick cannon in our buzzworthy topic um segment where we mentioned yes. about him you know um him and his partner, you know, expecting another child on the way. And, you know, if you've been following his story, he just lost the child, you know, yeah. a few months ago. So apparently this all happened around the same time. same time. But, you know, well, obviously the math is mathing. It's, it's saying that. Um, But, you know, he didn't choose to, you know, share it until I think the pictures of his baby shower leaked. And then yeah. I think that's when he finally, you know, said something or maybe he didn't leave. Maybe he posted them. I don't know. But they came out some kind of way. And that's when he finally decided to um, share about it. And I know on his show, I remember he was he was talking about it. But then he also um, I think it might have been on the next episode after he had shared the news. He apologized to like um yes the mother of the child who passed away yeah because you know he was basically saying um you know in other words he wasn't trying to like you know 
make it seem like he wasn't empathetic to the loss of their child and things yeah. like that because a lot of people were coming at him about that. Yeah, I remember that. And I remember that the the mother of that child ended up like releasing a statement, you know, not yeah. bashing Nick, but it was just more along the lines of like, you know, you know, she was saying about how she really enjoyed the time that she had with her son and things like that. And that's what she was focusing on, just the good times and memories and things like that, as she should. So I think Nick recognized that, you know, I wasn't probably being considerate, you know, of her feelings when I was yeah. sharing about how I'm excited about this new baby that's right. on the way. And um, like you mentioned, Lakeisha, we not trying to like bash Nick. That, that's not the purpose of this conversation. It's just really to kind of get a conversation started about, you know, the effects of the decisions that um, people just, you know, yeah, that people decide to make when it comes for pretty much for this topic about children, you know, right. having children from multiple partners, you know right. what I'm saying? You know, because Nick is just one, you know, I can also think about Diddy, you know, he got a lot of kids, yeah. you got um, future, future, yeah. yeah. Um, Offset, Cardi B's husband. Yeah. Um, so, so there's there's a lot more. Um, but I think that this is a conversation that it's good to have because you know people have different viewpoints on how they feel about this. So we're only just sharing our thoughts. Yeah. Okay. We don't speak for everybody else. This is just Shaniqua and Lakeisha. Insightful conversations with SNL. So in other words, don't be coming for us. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Because this is just our, it's what we think. Yeah. Okay. So, um, but yeah. So how do you want to kind of get started with this conversation? Maybe just talk about why people may make the decisions that they make. Yeah. What we kind of think about it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I think for me, when I think about people, just necessarily decision-making in general, I think about like what all kind of goes into that. And, you know, a lot of times you're thinking about the personality of the person. You're thinking about their own biases. You're thinking about um, influences that they may have, whether it's cultural or family or whatever, or even social. Right. And so I'm, I'm thinking if you put all of those into play, maybe that kind of determines a little bit about what, you decide in terms of things you know what i'm saying um like for example you know a lot of times people who make decisions or whatever um it could be based on what they may have seen you know like growing up like from yeah, family or whatever true. where it becomes like a generational type thing Right. So and I know we've talked about this in a lot of our episodes previously about generation. I don't want to say generational curses, but just the impact that decisions that were made from previous generations, how it affects future yeah. generations. And it's very important to be mindful of that because children in particular, they model what they see. You know right. what I'm saying? So a lot of times if um you grow up in a household where this is the norm and you don't really see anything else other than that you're going to repeat that cycle yeah. 
And I don't know what Nick's home life was like growing up. Um, so it could be a variety of different reasons why he has kind of shifted his focus on, you know, why he feels like he doesn't want to marry people, <laughs> you know, rather just have all these children. But I do know at one point he did believe in the institution of marriage because he, he married Mariah Carey. Married Mariah. So I'm just wondering, like, what shifted, you know? Yeah. I don't know if there were things that happened in the relationship, in the marriage that they're not saying or what. Because I remember I was reading something, an interview recently. Well, it wasn't that recent. It might have been like last year sometime that he did with The Breakfast Club. And he was talking about how basically he kind of views marriage and being with one person as kind of like a, a um like a ownership type of situation in other words he's basically talking about you know it's kind of selfish to be just with one person because he see that as a form of property like that person is your property yeah. and all of that stuff and i'm just like hmm how did you come up with that you know what i'm saying yeah um and because I, I never heard that before because I think he was trying to base off like biblical stuff. But, you know, we're not trying to get biblical here. But I think that's what he was trying to say, because he was saying the institution of marriage back then. It was because of that, you know, properties and stuff like that. Um, too, I think he also related because I remember um, reading about that interview. Mm -hmm. um, he felt like um, the institution of marriage is more so a Eurocentric idea. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, more so than, um, you know, what we have grown to believe in our community. Um, he also delved into the whole property thing. He gave the example of like, in some, like, for example, in some countries, uh, you know, the father of the bride has to pay a dowry mm -hmm. um, in order for, or not the, the father of the bride, um, the groom has to pay the bride's family a dowry in order to marry um to marry her and so that was one of the examples that he gave with regards to the property um uh, example that uh that you mentioned um he also talked about in that interview about monogamy uh like you stated like he doesn't necessarily believe that um we should be tied to just uh to one person um which to me is like, I'm like, you kind of like, you know, where is this coming from? Uh, would like to know your thought process a little bit more uh, with regards to your beliefs and, and things like that. But um, yeah, I'm just kind of that. That was a very interesting, I would say, interview or conversation that he had with the Breakfast Club, to say the least. Mm hmm. Yeah, it was. And and I still really didn't understand more about I his explanation. Either. Like I like he was saying it, but I still didn't really get it. But I felt like you know, he was talking, but he was talking in riddles. I exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I got from that too. Um, I don't know if he was just trying to be politically correct or whatever and not trying to offend people, but I I, I like I said, I didn't get what he was trying to say right. um and that could be because i don't agree with his viewpoint on that because i actually do believe in the institution of marriage Me you know too. what i'm saying and you know i think with nick people probably wouldn't 
be so shocked, I guess, by his behavior or whatever, if he was having children with the same woman. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I mean, what? Like, why not just do that? You know what I'm saying? Like, if you want to have a big family, a football team of children, that's fine. You know, but what's the reason why you don't want to have it with the same person? You know, and I do know that Nick has um a lot of medical issues, so yeah. I don't, I don't know if that might play a part in his decision making as well. Um, so it's just a lot of things to think about, but like you said, I do feel like it's, it's, it's disheartening because I just don't feel like you can physically be available for all of these children. And that and is what bothered me the most. Like, right. You know, when I was having conversations with various people and even just reading um, online or just watching what other people's opinions about this subject matter um, was the biggest consensus that a lot of us had is not, like I said, we're not bashing him. Um, like I said, every child is a blessing that comes into this world. But my thing is just because you have the financial backing, because that's one of the arguments, you know, on social media. Well, he, you know, from a financial stance, he can take care of all of them. And you're absolutely correct. His children will probably never, ever want for anything. Um, and that's a-okay. But it's not all about the money. And as children, you know, although Shaniqua and I don't necessarily have any biological children, we are somebody's child. Mm -hmm. We can speak from the context that it's not always about what our parents could give us from a financial sense. Um, there's a time when you have to show up emotionally. There's going to be times where you're going to have to stand in the gap for them spiritually, especially when we get into them. I like to call them teenage years and feel like we know, you know, everything. You really can't tell us nothing. Um, and your mom or your grandmama, or your dad or whoever raised you got to go in prayer uh, about you mm -hmm. uh, behind the scenes. There's a time where you're going to need to show up, like you said, from the physical stance. You know, it, I think of like PTO, like just small stuff, PTO meetings uh sports events that his children may end up being involved in you know the first time one of his children uh falls in love has a little crush um that type of thing um can he be present um and as we saw you know with the passing of one of his children and yet the announcement of the other it showed very clearly why so many people are are very divided upon this issue um, as to why uh, we have to be more careful about the decisions that uh, we make, especially when we're bringing children into this world, because it not only affects you, all of your decisions affect each and every person that you are now attached to. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so, like I said, that was my biggest concern um, regarding all of this. All of this, mm -hmm. I just really want the best outlook and the best outcome when it comes to his kids. And let me make another point, Shaniqua. All of this is not on him. So I don't want y'all to think, because I know some people probably think, well, they ain't said nothing, you know, about the women. It ain't like he forced the women to lay down with him. And you're absolutely correct. There is a part that they too play in this role. Um, and I also was reading something uh, about that earlier, Shaniqua. Um, about uh, he has spoken like, you know, he does have conversations 
with these women beforehand. Uh, you know, they know, <laughs> you know, that from his past, you know, affairs or dealings, um, that nine out of 10 times, if they choose to get intimate with him, there's a great possibility that they're going to be um, and or get pregnant. Um, and so even from the woman's stance, like I said, as women, we've got to do a better job when it comes to who we choose with. Mm-hmm. Right. That's true. And he did say that. He he did mention that, um, that, you know, he has conversations with the partners and stuff. And, and he even said that none of his children are accidents. You know, yeah, they, he has these children on purpose you know yeah. what i'm saying um and not trying to get you know graphic or whatever um but you know he's just like you know i take the condom off you know and it is what it is you know what i'm saying um and so so it's like all parties come into this being aware of Definitely. what could possibly happen. could happen um but then i kind of wonder deep down do these women think that maybe i might be the one that he'll marry and put the ring on but they just don't say it and they just feel like okay well i'm gonna go along with this you know and, and again this yeah. is my opinion it's just something yeah. that i just thought about you know that may not be the case but i just wonder about that that stance but even from another stance shaniquia maybe they too feel just like him they have no they interest could. Um, in being in a relationship or being bonded to um, someone. So that's, you could think about it from really both dichotomies. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then I know even recently, he like wrote a song that was inspired by his marriage with Mariah. Did you hear about that? I did hear about it. And I actually watched his, uh, his television show. He actually explained. Yeah. Uh, the song, because of course, everybody thought that the song was a means for him to try to get back with Mariah. And um, he stated that that was not the purpose of why he wrote um, that song. The whole purpose um, was for him um, to, he's basically taking accountability for mm -hmm. the role that he played in the demise of him and Mariah's uh, marriage and things like that. And knowing that, you know, at that particular time in his life he he had a great woman um he had as he called it his son aka his dream girl um and for whatever reasons and we know i mean it could be a plethora of reasons why um relationships don't always work out um but basically in that song like i said he was basically that was his you know i'm sorry um not only mariah you forgive me but then also this is a means of me too um getting closure and forgiving myself uh, for for letting you down for letting myself down for letting our relationship uh down and so i really believe that he is growing mm -hmm. um in certain areas um he's also made reached uh, mentioned in the last couple of days that this is going to be his last child oh he did uh, say that yeah he okay has made mention of it um that this will be his last um his last child and i mean if he choose to have more uh once again that's his decision i would just like to see um instead of these children growing up in single parent homes 
um, that he chooses to settle down with one of the mothers um, of the children in order to raise um, to raise them up and not saying anything against single parent homes. I grew up in a single parent home. Um, however, I highly believe uh, that when you have the right two people, um, husband and wife uh, together, that it does create um, a drastic difference um, in a household mm -hmm. when you have both a mother and a father present um, in that child's life. Yeah, and I'm glad that you brought that up because I was kind of thinking about like the effects of that it would have on the children who grow yeah. up in um, households where there's, um, you know, they have siblings from other parents or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I just, the thing that comes to my mind is just the level of stress that that can cause, especially like, for example, if you have a child and let's say the one of the biological parents, you know, um, is kind of maybe put like in a bind in terms of like, okay, well, um, my child feels this way, but you know, my current partner feels this way. So it's kind of like, well, where do I go? You know what I'm saying? You, you get what I'm saying? Like in terms yeah. of that, like they might feel in favor of one over the other. And it just kind of feels like it could cause some conflict. Yeah. And then even with the siblings, it could cause like, well, you seem to pay more attention to this sibling mm -hmm. than me. So what's up with that? You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, just that kind of just comes to my mind. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And even issues of being abandoned. I think right. that right. Um, abandonment issues are very, very real, uh, especially for a lot of children who have grown up in single uh, parent home or even if the parents are trying their best to even parent um, cohesively, even in a co-ed, you know, in a co-ed type of um, situation. So even that or other issues that, um, you know, I pray and hope that his children do not encounter. And even when me and you were speaking earlier this week, another issue that came to mind, you know, God forbid that he passes um, and he's not married. And, you know, because he has all these businesses and his brand and so on and so forth, you know, how does that, um, how does those finances, how does those organizations, those his companies, you know, how does he go about splitting them um, with his kids? Because as we know, you know, the passing of a, of a loved one, it can get pretty messy mm -hmm. um, in terms of dividing up assets and things like that. I mean, we see it um, all the time um, in various contexts. And so that's even another um, problem and or issue, you know, that I hope that someone, um, he has someone in his life, um, you know, that is bringing all of this, you know, to, to his attention. Um, and so that he can correct it, um, and just get in better standing, better, you know, positioning, uh, when it comes mm -hmm. to, to raising his children. Mm -hmm. And then I also just, this isn't kind of really related to what we're talking about now, but just thinking about like when we were talking about the decisions, why people make the decisions that they make. Mm -hmm. And I kind of wonder also um, 
if people's decisions, you know, to have multiple partners, I mean, multiple children with multiple partners, if that has something to do with maybe something that they're lacking inside that they want to fulfill, you know what I'm saying? Um, Through these children, like, I, I don't know, like, to me, it seems like there might be some emptiness there and you feel like, okay, well, you know, again, my opinion, you know, if you're having children, you know, this is someone who needs me, you know what I'm saying? I may not have felt like I was wanted, like you were saying, Mm -hmm. abandoned or needed when I was, you know, younger or whatever. So I'm going to make sure that I don't make that same mistake or that doesn't happen to my children. So I'm going to continue to do this. Or maybe it did happen with some of the children you have. You're like, you know what, I'm going to keep having children with yeah. other people until I get it right. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like it's to me, just all types of things come into play. Yeah. With that. Cause I, I, I just really think there, there must be like maybe some level of hurt there yeah. that hasn't really been um, processed appropriately. Yeah. And, and it hasn't been any healing going on. That could be just a therapist and me. And I, I, I definitely but, agree with you in that stance. Um, and even too, I looked at looked at it from the stance: has he been utilizing? And like I said, not only him, but for the futures, the P Diddies. Um, even going back a couple of years ago, do you remember that story on a uh, Fix My Life? Uh, yeah, with the man with all them kids. Yeah, what I think he yeah. had like, over 28, 28 uh-huh. kids and fourteen. Um, he had like 14 uh, I don't like to call baby mamas uh, 14 mothers uh, of his children and one thing that he spoke about very vividly during his time um, on that show is using um, SEX because um, we are posting this on YouTube we don't want to get flagged <laughs> mm-hmm. but using that as a coping mechanism and you know when he was out there being intimate with you know these different women how at the time he didn't really he wasn't concerned about their feelings um he wasn't concerned about uh you know kids and how he was going to take care of his kids or his even his children well-being even the mental capacity um of himself and so as a result like you said going back to hurt um that was his way of masking what was what was really not only going on with him presently, but just some things, some trauma that he had endured um, even as a child. Um, and so that's why I say it, I just think it's so, so important to me when I'm glad that you brought it up when you spoke earlier um, about generations. Um, that's why as young people, we really need to sit down at some point and have, you know, conversations with our families. Uh, to learn about different patterns and behavior um, and like like you said, why we do things to see if there is a leak um, to all of this and moving forward, like I said, how do we finally get to a place of dissolving or getting rid um, of this behavior and things like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's very true. And, and I was going back to Nick kind of thinking about his situation, mm-hmm. you know, cause I know you mentioned, you said he's 41, right? 41. Yep. So, and I, and I kind of think that's 
you know, a little older to kind of have this mentality about, okay, well, you know, I'm just going to have children with all these, you know, different women. Because like with the other people that we named, you know, like Future and, and Diddy and, um, you know, Offset, they started young. You know what I'm saying? And because normally you don't necessarily see that kind of later in life. And I'm by no means am I saying 41 is old because it's not, you know, old or it's not right. ancient. You know what I'm saying? But it's older compared to like typically what you see in these situations. So again, it just kind of makes me think about, okay, well, why now in your life? you know, you want to make this decision because, you know, he had been divorced from Mariah for years, Yeah, you yeah. know, it, cause it wasn't like it happened. He, you know, he made these decisions immediately after him and Mariah divorced. Like it was some time had yeah. passed by, um, before this happened. So, you know, again, I just kind of think about like, well, I always like to see what people's mindsets are yeah on stuff so i think that's just kind of what it is for me but you get what i'm saying about the age i get it yeah i get it i get it more so from a maturity stance right right yeah yeah i get it but it just goes to show you just like you said everybody we grow you know differently change comes to everybody differently the way that we process things is totally different uh, for some of us we're going to learn some lessons uh quickly uh in life and for some of us like i said it may take us a while before we have that aha uh, moment um and i feel like he's he's going through that process as of now uh just really thinking through like i said both the pros and the cons um, regarding the decisions, like I said, that he has made uh, to have as many children as he has had um, with as many women uh, that he has had them uh, with. Um, and another way to look at this, Shaniquia, I know although he doesn't necessarily, um, when it comes to marriage, he doesn't necessarily, you know, esteem marriage, um, not at this point anyway, but who's to say? that could change um as well but i do think about those men and women who may have a desire you know to marry um another angle to look at this you know as well as um is it fair you know when you are trying to get into a new relationship uh and i've had conversations like this with men with one child two three, four plus, you know, is it fair for you to, you want someone who doesn't have kids or has less kids than you do. Yeah. Yet, you know, you, you're bringing a lot to the table that you're asking, you know, either a man or a woman to take on. Uh, once again, you know, when you make decisions that you made, you may not have been in the right headspace and that's a okay. You're learning and you're growing, but also now you've got to be willing you know, for somebody to ultimately tell you, no, you know, I, I, I understand where you were coming from. Um, I respect you for telling me, you know, your story, but you know, for me, this is a lot to deal with. 
Um, and as as a result, I can, you know, I don't want to move forward um, with building a life, you know. Yeah, with I was going to bring that up, too. I yeah. was going to say that because it's kind of like, you know, because you might really be looking for a relationship and wanting to settle down, not necessarily be wanting more children, but right. just want to be in a romantic relationship. And it's like, before you could even really like show the person who you are, they find this out. And then it's kind of like, you're eliminated. Yeah. Automatically. Yeah. You're right. Mm -hmm. You're right. And like I said, it all goes back to, we've got to be more cognizant. We've got to be more prepared for the choices that we choose to make in life because they could very well come back, like I said, to hunt us, you know, that type of thing. Once again, have no problem with kids. I work with children and adolescents. I love children, although I don't have any of my own biologically. Uh, but like I stated before, I would rather raise um, my kids, my future children in a two-person um, household, um, or if things didn't even necessarily work out between me and the father of the child, that he be as present as possible in that child's life. Because uh, like I said, it could very well mean um, the success, uh, you know, or the detriment to that child's um, success in life. And that's in all parameters. Um, and so, like I said, this was not a bashing session about Nick. Um, or any other man um, and or woman that has uh, a lot of children, like Shaniqua said, and, I, and she she said it so candidly. It's, 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 it's a conversation, though, that definitely needs to be had, especially within our community, because we're just seeing it's becoming so prevalent and so mm -hmm. normalized um, to the point where when it comes to other situations, um, or you have situations like Shaniqua with you and I not having kids, mm -hmm. people are looking at us like, what's wrong with you? You, oh, you got to be crazy. So to oh, me, yeah. it's, you know, it's stuff like that, like, huh? Like, what? Um, so, um, yeah, like I said, this this story, it, it has so many layers um, that we could delve into um, in dimensions. Uh, but like I said, I just hope for the sake of his family um, and for his children, uh, sanity, um, their well-being, um, that as he is moving forward day by day um, and, and working on being a better, uh, a better son, a better uh, friend, uh, a better father, a better entrepreneur uh, that, you know, he takes to light um, not only some things that his fans are saying, but also I know he's probably even had some family and some loved ones. Um, also offering him some advice um, as well. So no Nick Cannon, if you listen to us, you hear, uh, we have nothing but love and the utmost respect uh, for you. And we just want the best, uh, not only for you, but for the generation um, when it comes to your children that you are being, your legacy, you know, that you are mm -hmm. building. Mm-hmm. And even so, Nick, if you listening out there, you want to like come on the show at some point, yes. you know, and we, you know, we would love to talk to you. I mean, it could happen, you know, yeah. maybe, you know, because we will be tagging you to this. <laughs> 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 so, 
<laughs> so like like Lakeisha said, you know, we're not trying to bash at all, but you know, just just know that your story like really did like inspire this conversation. Yeah. Or whatever. So because there's there's other um people that think the same way. And there's also people that think differently like we do, you know, have the same type of mindset that we do. So it's just a you know, just a good conversation, I personally think. Yeah. to have you know where it can be done in a way that's respectful most and i think that's speaking. and i think that that's just the most important thing yep to basically hear both sides yes of the story i'm always here for a healthy debate conversation you know that's that's what i'm here for i got you because i got you. <laughs> so yeah so that's just kind of um how we feel about that so you got anything else, Lakeisha? You know, not yeah. necessarily maybe about Nick or just anything else like you might want to share about the topic. Because I don't have anything, but I didn't know if you had anything else, any nuggets. Nothing else from my end, cuz. Nothing else. I think we did a good job in um, letting the audience know our opinion um, about it. Um, but yeah, that's basically it. At least for me. <laughs> okay. Well, um, do you have any, because um, I know we always end our conversations, we end our episodes with what we call insightful moments. We didn't have any submissions this um, week, but, um, you know, do you have anything that you want to leave with our viewers, listeners? Oh, so I will leave you all with, a quote um i like quotes um and i actually um i'm reading either reading or i'm, I'm hearing several different uh quotes a day um, per some of the apps that i have downloaded um but one of the quotes that stood out to me um on today um is by gabrielle uh, Marquez and the quote reads as follows. It says, it is not true that people stop pursuing dreams because they grow old. They grow old because they stop pursuing dreams. Love it. Um, and so uh, don't ever think, like I said, that you are too far gone as far as age, uh, weight. Uh, you don't necessarily feel like you may necessarily have the support um, from others, or you just feel like your drive, your ambition um, has just waned. Um, whatever it is that God has put on the inside of you, um, if he's put that on the inside of you, it's on the inside of you for a reason. He wants you to birth it out. Um, and so do that, do that, do that, do that. Um, and so that is the quote that I will leave everybody with again. It is not true that people stop pursuing dreams because they grow old. They grow old because they stop pursuing their dreams. Well, I love that. You and Gabrielle better preach. <laughs> um, because I'm glad that you brought that up because that was going to be, it's kind of similar to what I was going to share. Um, uh -huh. Basically, I just wanted to share a Bible scripture. And it's one of my favorites. It's um, Philippians 4.13. You should probably know what that is. Um, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Um, and I really like that scripture because it just helps to keep me motivated and it mm. helps to, 
you know, keep me going, especially when I don't think that, you know, I have the strength to do things or um, to move forward with whatever yeah. I may be facing. That um, scripture always inspires me to keep going, to keep pursuing, to keep fighting. Um, and I think that that is so true because we can through all, do all things. Christ is strengthening us, you know. Thank we you. we are Christian podcast here, you know. So um, so we're gonna talk about Christ. Amen. 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 So, Amen. I'm, I'm sorry, it's just gonna come out sometimes, <laughs> but um, you know, um, but yeah, so I wanted to leave that. Good job, cuz good job. So um to all of our listeners and viewers out there, you too can um, share your insightful moments with us. And, you know, we would love if you did that because we would definitely shout you out on the show. Yeah. So um, like I always do at the end, we talk about like and follow insightful conversations with SNL on Facebook and Instagram. Our username is at Insight Combo WSL. And please, please don't forget to also subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, and if, like I said before, in the beginning of the episode, if you haven't already liked this video, give it a big thumbs up as well, <laughs> as well as, um, hit the notification buttons, the bell. So that way you'll be able to be notified whenever we drop an episode. And then also for the people that don't like to watch us, but you prefer to listen yes. to us. We are available on all major podcast platforms. So you can listen to us, like I said, on your way to work, you know, while you're working, whatever have you, we got you covered. And, most and, of the also, and also because if something resonated, you know, today, or maybe you don't necessarily agree with what we said, or maybe you do agree, feel free to comment as well. We want to hear from you all, our subscribers. So um, not only like and follow and subscribe to our channel, make sure, make sure, make sure, um, like I said, to also leave leave some comments for us as well. We mm -hmm. would greatly appreciate it. Yes, 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 we do. We do. And then um, you can also email us. Um, we have an email address, insightfulconversations37 at gmail.com. So you can um, hit us up there. And like I yeah. said before, you can hit us up in our DMs on Instagram and Facebook randomly. So, you know, we check all areas. So yeah, we do. Yeah. So just feel free to drop us some some comments. Be respectful, of course, you know. But um, <laughs> but but you know, like like Lakeisha said, you know, if you disagree with us, you know, we want to hear that too. You know, like I said before, you know, I'm all for a healthy debate. Right. As long as it's respectful. So most definitely. Okay. Well, if there is nothing else, we'll go ahead and close this episode. We hope that you enjoyed it, um, that you were able to gain something out of it, um, and that this is something that you want to continue the conversation on, you know, with others, your other loved ones or people that, you know, mean a lot to you. Um, keep the conversation going, you know, because um, this is definitely a conversation that um, is good to have because not only does it affect us, but it affects us our generations moving forward. Mm -hmm. So just kind of keep that in mind. But until next time, next time. we'll be back in two weeks to um, with a brand new episode. So we hope that y'all stay safe out there. Um, take care of yourselves and each other and just be grateful 
for everything that you have, okay? Yes. All right, then. Well, y'all take care and stay blessed. Bye. Peace.